Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, hello, hello to you and Sean. Hey, Sean. Hello, Josh. We are on Whining. You're listening to Whining as we speak. This is We're a... on Whining. Is that one of these fancy new recreational drugs the kids are doing? Uh, it could be. One of the legal highs. <laughs> no, they got stopped. Uh, no, this is Whining. This is a wine podcast and a beer podcast where uh, Sean and I uh, have a chat about wine and beer. Yeah, we do. We talk about beer and wine. That's exactly what All happens. things fine. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I like to rhyme. It's what I do in my spare time. Okay, well, let's get on with it. Um, so Sean is a, a sommelier and a wine waiter and a restaurant manager, knows tons about wine, and he's got a wine here today that he thinks is pretty on point, or certainly, you know, likes to an extent. Yeah, I'm you know, liking it. And I've made of grapes. Yeah, exactly. And I've got a beer. So basically, we're both championing a drink. I will always be championing beer. Sean will always be championing wine. And the challenge for us over the length of the podcast is to get the other one to prefer our drink to theirs. Sounds like you practice that. I have indeed. Brilliant. Let's do it. <laughs> That's kind of what I bring to the party here. It really is, otherwise yeah. I'll be doing it alone. Um, so Then that would just be drinking alone. What flavours are you getting? I don't know, I mean... I'm getting a lot of volatile acidity, but... Um, what? I don't know what that means, what does that mean? So volatile acidity is um, just refers to the volatile acids contained in a wine, mainly acetic acid. Right, okay. Um, so it just smells like nail varnish or acetone. Okay, well, that's not a great, that's not a great start. Well, Sean, um, for heaven's sake, introduce your wine. Um, yeah, so Vino Rosso, red wine. That sounds for red wine. There must be more to it than that. Um, yeah, it's by Kshina Tavin. I think I'm saying it right. Um, who are based in Alba in northwest Italy. Um, coincidentally, where we last went on holiday together, Josh. Yeah, with does other that, people. Does that bring out good memories? Come on, come on now. You are were you sure other people, other people were there? We were there. With, how it I was a group it. of six, and we did share a room. We did. Um, yeah, <laughs> we shared. We shared a bed. Yeah, it, this is unimportant. <laughs> um, so this is a. It's just. It's a red wine. Yeah, um, Vino Rosso. It That's what it says. It, it, it's exactly what it says on the tin. The it's title is wine. literally red wine. Yeah. Um, beer wise, I am on a blue moon. Uh, 
it's, the, it's imagine, not a moon and it's neither it's neither blue nor a moon so um <laughs> i right. think my my wine wins there just on plain fact basis okay right well uh, someone invited their dad to the podcast <laughs> As usual, um, no. But if you know, Ooh, zing, <laughs> zing, zing. Yeah, you, loads of you probably know Blue Moon. Uh, if you don't, it's probably like the second most famous wheat beer in the world, I'd say, or certainly in England. Ho Garden, then Blue Moon. Yeah, they're up pretty, there. It's pretty up there. Yeah. So I got a wheat beer, a Belgian white, they call it. Um, yeah, and that's going to be the beer I'm championing today. Uh, obviously, we don't decide now which one we prefer. We'll have a chat. We'll discuss the wines and beers later on but that's just a little introduction to them we'll chew the fat and see where it goes dun 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 Sean breaking news hit me uh, the Heinz Beans advert has been banned wow <laughs> can't <laughs> stop the presses well we already have the canning press well no, oh well, no, well do, should you stop no just stop the adverts for the canning stop the advert press we're lost in a very bad analogy uh, <laughs> this is the advert you, if you're uh, an international listener you absolutely won't have seen it uh, if you're a UK listener you probably have seen it uh, where they stole the cup song you know the cup song no, but I don't know popular culture. YouTube sensation, people tapping on cups, singing along. Uh, right, okay. Heinz Beans, uh, a beans manufacturer, stole it and they sort of had a song with uh, loads of people tapping along. I on... thought this was an actual Heinz thing. Was it a YouTube thing before that? Yes, yeah, so, well, they stole the idea, but it's a Heinz advert. Um, right, okay. that they So uh, Heinz did it with hollow, hollowed out tins. So cut the tin open, empty the beans... And then there's loads Not of... down the sink, you eat the beans first, surely. There's no way they did in this advert. You must have eaten a bit. Or just started off with empty tins, surely. They've got the factory. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what they did, but all I maybe, know is... Maybe it's, all, maybe it's all of those people who do um, lay in a bath of beans for charity. They also they sent their cans back to Heinz so they could record the advert. They don't come in normal sized beans. The people who do the charity beans things uh, have like massive industrial sized beans. I've just got this in my head that they're just using normal tins. They're not using normal, normal tins. Bit. Of course they're not. At, at max, those fridge packs. They're not. They're using Costco. Like okay. massive industrial. Anyway. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we're, we're on the first bit. <laughs> And already I feel tired. <laughs> it's right. It's, we, We're working really hard, yeah? We'll get through it. Um, so, uh, the advert is people tapping on empty tin cans, and it's been banned. Um, Why? Because when you open a tin, when you open a can of food, the edge is really sharp. So yes, if you're is. tapping your hands all over it, you're going to cut yourself into pieces. And that's exactly what some people have been doing. And the advert's been banned because they have. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that's basically. I don't know. It seems a bit silly. Like, because to be honest, who's actually seeing that advert and going, "Do you know what? I've got half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a tin of beans. I've got a tin of beans. I'm going to open them up, throw the beans asunder, uh, and just uh, lacerate my fingers to death." <laughs> Who's doing it? No one. No one's done it. It's just people like me. And I did uh, tweet out on Twitter. Uh, where else are you going to tweet out? Uh, <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, when the advert, if I saw the advert, I made a great gag about, hope the bloody, uh, hope the, 
<laughs> hope the actors in the Sabbath got paid enough because uh, they're never going to work again. What with their fingers being all cut up forever. Oh, um, oh. And uh, and I was right. Uh, they banned the advert. So in many ways a win for me. In many ways a lose as well. Because um, you know my girlfriend didn't talk to me for a few days after she saw that tweet. Wow. Um, you know it's kind of a daddy thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I was just um, the song would in reality, of course, sound very different. It's dun 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 the bleeding finger um uh, which would sell fewer beans i think i th- i think it would i mean the selling point of heinz beans is the beautiful tomato sauce and mm-hmm. if that's contaminated with human blood it doesn't sound quite so delicious no and also yeah no one wants to see someone's fingers cut off in an advert i'm sorry they just don't they don't no unless that advert is for bone sauce yeah <laughs> it's red you see bone sauce adverts nowadays uh, <laughs> They haven't been banned. They well, must have been. What, a bone sore advert? Yeah. I think, where, where, I think it would one... be banned. Well, if it's going out after the watershed. <laughs> Post not... nine o'clock. The problem with bone sores isn't that a youth might get a hold of them. It's why is this person soaring a bone? <laughs> for, you know, like, um, for post-mortems. That's what it's for. You amaze me. You're an incredible <laughs> specimen. I really, really want you in my mouth. From then on there, we'll head on further south. Am I talking about the blood of a love rival? Oh no, oh, it's wine. Drinking, it's fine. Um, so, wine time. Let's talk about wine, because it's quite fine. So, yeah, so this is the part of the show where Sean... Get some time, gets his soapbox to pitch me some wine. Tell me why his drink is better than mine. Right, so, um, as you can tell, a lot of effort went in on my behalf on prepping for this cod- podcast this week. You almost called it a cod past, <laughs> which is nicer. Sounds like the history of cod as a fish. Uh, and pieces. And then there's an there's a idea for So, this, this week we are drinking Vino Rosso. For those of you who don't speak Italian, that means red wine. Um, that is the name of the wine by Cascina Tavrin, which is a little producer, only five hectares, um, based up in Monteforto in Alba, in the northwest of Italy. Um, so it is not labelled as anything other than Vino Rosso, table wine, red wine. That's it. So basically they can do whatever the hell they want. There's no kind of laws in terms of Appalachian or what grape varieties they can or can't use, depending on which region they're in, how they make the wine, etc., etc. Um, and they're a pretty um, modern, sort of avant-garde producer. Um, so this particular wine, I mean, the blend varies every year. Um, I believe this is 2000. This is 2014 vintage, um, and it's a blend of um, Freja and Barbera. Um, now, Fraser is a great variety um, you will only really found in the region of Alba, um, and Barbera is another Italian great variety as well. Quite kind of fruit forward, quite crunchy, quite vibrant, whereas Fraser is a little bit more kind of aromatic, a little bit more kind of serious. Um, the wine itself, they just they, they sort through the the grapes and the, and the bunches quite thoroughly to to get through lots and lots in terms of quality um, and then just treat the grapes super simple so they just press the grapes and leave them to ferment in a mixture of kind of concrete tanks 
um, big botty, which are large oak barrels. Um, so it's what we would call quite a natural wine. They do very little to it. Um, it's just grapes that have been pressed and fermented. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, again, just a reminder, I don't know anything about wine. Um, and that's for, the, that's for the listener at home, Sean. Um, so I, I understood 20%. Okay. But that's fine. You know, there'll be people at home who enjoyed that. Um, but that's what we're drinking. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's what we call a natural wine. You can't see it at home, but I'm using air quotes. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so natural wine is kind of... Um, wine that's been made in a slightly more natural process. So a lot of the wine you drink, um, or, or that is co- um, available available commercially, um, is um, an unnatural wine. Well, sin to unto wine, uh, <laughs> slightly more processed. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, so this is simply grapes, harvested, pressed, fermented, bottled. Yeah. So what 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 flavors then? Um, so why should I what, what should I be getting from this what's good what's male I mean I'm getting a lot of kind of like dark berry fruit a little bit of kind of like sour cherry blackberry sour cherry is a great one yeah there's, yeah there's a slight more kind of floral note as well I mean unfortunately it's it's suffering from like a, a symptom of natural wine it's, it's got a bit of volatile acidity so it's kind of masking things a little bit so that note of kind of um Oh, nail varnish. Yeah. Um, and acetone is kind of masking things a little bit. That will blow off in time. Um, and if we shake things up a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it's quite floral. It's fairly pretty. But on the on the palate, it's really kind of crunchy, vibrant. It's got that really kind of like slight kind of underripe fruit, that really kind of like vibrant acidity. Um, which is quite bright. It's very pleasurable, easy to drink. It's just quite nice. Yeah, it's quite nice. I'm enjoying it. I'm yeah. enjoying it. Um, yeah, as uh, as always, though, I won't make up, uh, won't make up my mind until the end. Sean in uh, Philadelphia, born and raised. No, come on, <laughs> we're past that. We're 20 years past that. Uh, a bull. I've never been past that. It's dominated the past kind of. Oh come off it! When was 18 the, years of no, my life. When was the last time you watched Fresh Prince? Um, quite a while ago, but the last time I sang the theme tune to myself was probably about 48 hours ago. Yeah, but you are uh, a weak-willed man. <laughs> yeah, that's fair to say. Uh, yeah. So uh, in uh, Philadelphia, born and raised. No, uh, a bull was in an abattoir, heading towards the end on a conveyor belt. His friend next to him, a bit weird we're not walking, but we're moving, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit weird. Yeah, I could, I could get used to this. Yeah, it's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite easy. I wonder what happens up there. Don't know. That was how their conversation went. We're having a great time. Oh, well at the time. Listen to him screaming and joy. Yeah. But um, one of them must have uh, went out because they actually escaped from uh, the abattoir, which is quite exciting. How does a bull escape from an abattoir? Um, I imagine there'd be some jumping involved, maybe just an unlocked gate. Um, And this bull uh, escaped at 2pm and 4pm later uh, because if, you know, he's running around Philadelphia having a whale of a time, his last sort of stint of freedom. And then, uh, unfortunately, he got put down because, you know, you can't really have a bull on the highway because that's uh, a danger. But, um, it's both the bull and the I just, I just love the idea of that bull in a Mustang driving down the highway 
towards uh you know he knows it can't last but it's um, staying sally it's just that freedom in his bull like hair and he's just having a whale of a time and i don't know what what would you do with your last your last two hours sean my last two hours yeah you escape from an abattoir because um ginger wine waiters become quite the commodity uh and we want to eat you all and you escape from abattoir you know you've got about two hours i've got i've got two hours i'm gonna come from a good friend josh do one last podcast. That's not true. No, it's really not. No. No. I mean, by the time you get set up, you wouldn't even, you know, you wouldn't even be here. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would, I don't know, I'd go out for one last amazing meal. Just two, yeah, you just could two hours yeah. of having an amazing meal, drinking wine I would never be able to afford because I'm not going to have to pay the bill. I'm going to die. And, uh... well, yeah, I mean, paying the bill's not going to be a problem, is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if you do have to pay the bill. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I'm not paying the bill. Yeah. Well, fucking... you might, you might stick have... on the credit card, sir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, stick on the credit card. Who gives? Who 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 gives a damn? I don't. No, exactly. Not. Checking out of here. Checking out of Earth. You're literally checking out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's all right. Well, what would you do? I think it's got to be. Don't it's play sex. No, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but that's what three minutes, two two hours minus three minutes. What's that? That's an hour one hour and fifty seven. That gives me an hour and fifty seven to play with. Um, so there'll be a little that, and then I think I'd just go around London like calling people names. <laughs> just oi, a, big nose. No, no, no. Just people who do <laughs> like people who do misdemeanors, like um, people on their phone walking into me. Just... Or people standing on the left. On, people people uh... standing on the left. Oh. People, people. Right, okay. People. Pe- I think we should ex- explain this to people who don't live in London. People standing on the left on escalators. Yes. There is clearly signs saying stand on the right. Because if you want to go on the left, you walk. That's the point of it. It's, it's, a, it's like an overtaking. But what I don't lane. understand oh, Jesus. Is, is why as soon as you get out of underground stations and onto any form of escalator anywhere, that rule goes out the window. Well, no, because that's then it's not a rule, and I think that's okay. I think that's I think that's just how it is. I think uh, it should just be a blanket rule on escalators that people should be aware of this kind of. It's like a social. It should be a social social faux pas. I think it's too grand a, a goal to have. But my my main. <sighs> Did you also realise that there are rules for um, walking on the pavement? Well, no, there aren't. There are rules published by the government for um, walking on the pavement. What do you mean? As in, like, a set of guidelines of how you should walk on the pavement. As in which way you're walking against traffic dictates which side of the pavement you walk on. Well, I, I don't... I think you're uh, you're getting confused in the highway code. If you're walking on a road without... If you don't care about dad highway code chat, skip ahead like five minutes in the podcast. Yeah, I, um, there, there, there is literally. I, I think uh, you're. I think you're getting confused with if you're walking on a road without a pavement, you have to walk against traffic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But there are also rules for pedestrians, part of the highway code. Um, general guidance: crossing the road, crossings. Um, rule one, pavements, including any path along the side of a road, should be used if provided. Where possible, avoid being next to the curb with your back to the traffic. If you have to step into the road, look both ways first. 
always show due care and consideration to others. That's just the Green Cross Code. There are lots of... Well, we're not going to go into the rules right now. It's but... not, it's, we're so off track. And oh, balls! It hasn't, balls. Been inter- hasn't been interesting. <laughs> Jeez, I'd probably, probably just kill myself. I wouldn't really. I wouldn't in your really. last two hours. <laughs> I, I wouldn't really. I made a... I, 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 I'd knit a noose. No, I wouldn't. That'd be that'd be sad. Um, probably steal a Ferrari, drive it into an Audi. Hunt <laughs> <laughs> no. down an Audi. Yeah, well, so there's lots of them. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Around. There's nothing else on. Speaking of America, it's the uh, US, the US yeah. of A, uh, the old good old US of A. Um, it's, it's, it's Thanksgiving this week. Yeah, don't really know what it means. Well, it just means you have to give thanks. Um, what have you got th- to give thanks for this week, Josh? I think my strong moral compass. I thought you were going to say your strong jaw. No, my jaw is actually quite weak. Uh, for those who don't <laughs> well, you're need, telling it, me I'm sat across a table from it you. It looks like a thumbtack. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I think my strong moral compass. Okay, all right. What yeah. have you got to give thanks for? Um, I don't know. I'm pretty healthy. I've got a, uh, I'm a, a loving relationship. Oh, yeah, I'm in a loving relationship and I've, as well. And I've, and I've, and I think I've got a pretty great job. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm yeah. jobless at the moment, but yeah, likewise, it's pretty great. Um, <laughs> got, I've got a lot of spare time on my hands, that's got, what I'm thankful I can do whatever for. I want. Uh, so, not why this podcast came about, in case you're wondering, like, oh, a bit weird that these guys just decided to start a podcast 10 years after podcasting became cool. <laughs> not because I lost my job, absolutely not. Anyway. <laughs> Is that what I'm into you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've got more time. Um, so yeah, uh, Thanksgiving. What, what's your point? Uh, it is. Uh, it's Black Friday on Friday as well. Two major points in my calendar, which is coming. Yeah, it's become a thing in the UK that we do do Black Friday. Um, just a big sale day, really. Isn't yeah. It? Have you ever, have you ever been to Black Friday? You ever been, never. You ever, I've, you ever traipsed out into the shops on a? I've definitely never gone into shops. Uh, I've never even um, done tried online? an online thing. No. Yeah. No. What have you? No, I, I hate crowds. You hate crowds? Oh, I can't stand them. Can't just, just, just literally cannot deal with it. Well, I mean, I get like, um, 
like I, I hate a shopping centre. Like I don't like people walking in front of me and getting in my way and weaving uh, in and out. I uh, can't. I, I just can't be dealing with it. I mean, well, even a standing still crowd. Uh, yeah, like like. I think I must be a little bit claustrophobic. I mean, like in a middle of. Oh, I, I can't do music festivals because of that. I've been on a couple of occasions, a couple of occasions, to music festivals, and uh, I just can't do the crowds. I have to just kind of like stand at the edge. No. Yeah, I can't even do kind of like. There's no point standing at the edge of a music festival. You could just not pay for the ticket and go stand next to the fence. I suppose, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that's annoying. Uh, how does your claustrophobia manifest itself in any other ways? Oh, I, it's just crowds. Um, knitted jumpers can be a problem. What you feel they're hugging on your skin too tightly? I don't understand. No, it's in like if you've got too tight of a neck hole, and. Uh, uh, what if you get trapped inside your jumper? Yeah, it, it happens. You get scared if you get trapped inside your yeah, jumper. Yeah, I, I have a particular jumper <laughs> that's got quite a small neck hole. I mean, oh, I've, got, I've got... A, I've, I haven't got a small head. I, I, but, and no, uh, there's a particular jumper that I own and uh, it's a, the, the neck hole is a little bit too small for my head. And, and that's, uh, that's fine. That's not the problem. The problem here is that you get scared about your well, I have to, <laughs> getting I, trapped I, inside I, a jumper. I can only put it on or off when my girlfriend is around because she's able to comfort me when I get scared. <laughs> you know people are listening to this. I'm, I'm well, not many, but it, people. It, yeah, one, one or two. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beers in heaven Sean, are you ready for a beer sell? Are you ready for me to tell you why you should prefer this beer to the wine you're drinking? Is it as long as it was last week? It's about a third the length. Okay, then I'm, then I'm on board. Okay, great. Um, so, yeah, this is my time to make my beer shine over Sean's wine. Um, <laughs> accident. <that's fine. laughs> I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm on a blue moon. This week, it is a Belgian white wheat ale. Uh, uh, I, I quite like Blue Moon. On a summer, it can be really nice, especially just to have in a pub garden. It does taste a little bit like someone's just put orange squash in a beer. Yeah, well, we're going to see if we can get you to like that. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm in, On this podcast, I'm yet to get a beer that you prefer well, to I mean, wine. I mean, Blue, Blue Moon and one of these brands that's done a great job of um, kind of breaking the kind of consumer market and... Um, making a wine that's actually a, a beer that's fairly interesting and different and having it being successful on the commercial market. Yeah, that's true. Uh, much like BrewDog, like we were discussing a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, so in, so in terms of what it's done for the uh, for, for, for beer as a, as a whole, it's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Um, but that said, I don't know enough about it to genuinely sell it to you. So once again... We go into the realm of fiction to put your mind in a place where when you taste that beer, it will be the most ecstatic and beautiful thing you've ever tasted. Okay, I am on board. I am sitting comfortably. May I? You may. Achoo! Achoo! The echo slaps you back in your stupid face. (laughs) You always knew life wasn't going to be... Great starting off with an insult. Well, I mean, it's true. Okay. You always knew life wasn't going to be easy on the inside. The inside of a chimney, that is. Okay, I was thinking prison. The, well, yeah, that's the, that's the joke. Yeah. Uh, the year is 1883, and ever since Josh stole your bachelor degree and psychiatry certificate, <laughs> you've been forced to work as a chimney sweep. I'm seeing a theme. What? That Josh is a hindrance. Josh is a hindrance. 
in these stories, not in real life. He's a he's a he's a diamond. Uh, so the, the the year is the year is eighteen eighty three, and ever since Josh stole your bachelor degree and psychiatry certificate, you've been forced to work as a chimney sweep, as photocopies or digital copies weren't a thing back then, or or now. Uh, with the only evidence of your intelligence in the back pocket of a chisel jawed lusty cad, <laughs> you've is, been. Fo- is that how you see? Is this how nineteenth century Josh looks? Yeah, you've okay. been forced to work like this. Soot billowing, uh, soot billowing into your lungs and fractionally less soot flowing back out <laughs> upon your stunted breath. The remaining blackness forming a congealed pool of finity. Even without the long-term health problems, the sensation of the soot on your windbags is unacceptably foul. It's as if you were breathing a hundred tiny mice-sized cheese graters <laughs> scoring away at your bronchioles. Wow. You crane your aching, ugly neck to hear the echoes of a familiar voice flowing down the chimney. It's Josh! After years of trying to track him down and find your psychiatry degree, you're finally within reach. But you've got yourself stuck because you've really let yourself go these days. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine a chimney sweep has lots of money to spend on food. Well, don't worry about it. This is my story, so back off. Uh... Your life could change if only you could free yourself. But alas, you can't. And you hear the silky, golden, pretty voice fading away. The last words you hear are, Can I stay at yours tonight, Mr. Josh? From a voice that is undoubtedly a Victorian model slash stand-up comedian. (laughs) Do they have stand-up comedians in the Victorian times? Yeah, loads. Okay. Damn his thieving paws. You squeeze yourself out eventually and step out onto the cobbled street. Immediately, three people punch you in the groin. Hard. (laughs) This is happening all over the city recently, ever since Josh started his psychiatry practice. (laughs) You fall into a bar that is just a window in a street, and take a sip of this. Oh, I'm sipping beer. (sighs) My groin still hurts. But... Um, I am refreshed. That's all I need. Sean, I went to the dentist the other day. Um, I don't know how, how are your teeth. Your teeth are right. My teeth are fine. Thanks for asking. Great. I I I, I do ask because I care. I I really get that. I feel that. Thank you. And also, I want to find out how I am compared to my peers because uh, I I got to have a bloody root canal. Mm. which is not much fun. It's where they drill into your tooth and rip out a nerve and then cap your tooth back off. Sounds horrendous. Go on. It's going to be bad. Uh, but I was quite intrigued by uh, the nurse's reaction. I don't know how uh, your like your dentistry nurse is around you. Um, flirty. Flirty? Okay, well, I, I've heard lots of different like stories about like how they behave. They've certainly got a persona normally to either relax you or do things. But when I was there, the the dentist put something on my tooth to try and work out which tooth needed the root canal. And it was like this little probe that got very cold right. when she pressed the button. It got more and more cold. It's kind of like an ice thing, an ice gun. An ice thing. Yeah, well, I don't know what else to call it. It's kind of like an ice gun. It's kind of like an ice thing. Well, yeah, it's, it's pretty much that. Okay. Um, so it gets colder and colder. She puts it on my first tooth. Oh, yeah, oh, that's that's cold. I feel that. Puts it on my second tooth. Ah! 
God damn you! <laughs> and that's not even the tooth that's got the problem. <laughs> then she moves on to tooth number three, which is next door. And I... Oh, it's so painful. It feels like someone put an eye sneakle into my brain. Oh, um, wow. And I, 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 I swear a bit. Uh, but I And the nurse... I kind of assumed this was normal, you know. But then the nurse is like... Oh, he's not going to be coming back, is he? <laughs> Why are you saying that? Why are you undermining the dentist? <laughs> Don't say that. Like, 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 dentist needs repeat custom. We all know how long a dentist wait list is. Yeah, well, that's true. They're absolutely fine, aren't they? But, um, you know, God bless me. So, Josh. Yes, mate. Um, I, I did obviously a lot of prep for this podcast. How much? Um, well, just before we sat down, a quick Google. Um, and you know what caught my attention the most? Was it... You were just on Google. What could catch your attention? Did you find those pictures of me uh, that I've asked uh, Google to not show in search? I up? did, but we've just we've already agreed not to talk about this in the podcast. Um, there was a, um, a truck driver in Nebraska um, who was um, laid off, fired... Um, via text and then... Uh, Whilst in... he's driving? Yeah. I was just driving down the road. Boop, boop. His, 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 his phone goes off and uh, he says, you're fired. Oh, okay, he's got a very casual phone text reading voice. Boop, boop. <laughs> you're fired. Yeah, okay, right. Well, um, we, yeah, we get the picture. That's, that's not good news, especially whilst you're working. Yeah, I know. And uh, in retaliation, he... Dumps his load. Explain yourself further. Uh, well, obviously, he's a truck driver. He's carrying a load. Um, in this instance, being corn. A thousand bushels. A thousand bushels of corn. A thousand bushels of corn, and sir. There's one for our corn transporters. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he uh, just dumps it all over the highway. I mean, fair play. It's the ultimate end, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But in my head, the scenario is that the text sent from his boss was purely a test. A test of what? A, t- a test that whether he's answering his phone whilst he's driving. He shouldn't be answering a text message whilst he's driving. You don't mock fire someone to find out if they're text driving or not. Well, it, it, it would be great. Because if if he is picking up his text whilst he's driving, he's not paying full attention to the road. Yeah, but then he gets... He should not be a truck driver. Yeah, but then he might just glance it while he's going along and not actually text, but just see it and then feel really bummed out and sad for ages. That's absolutely <laughs> not what's happened. What's happened is he's been fired. Yeah. And this guy has just thought, you know what? I hate Bill. Bill's always been like this. Oh, bloody Bill. He's always had out for I'm going to show Bill. I'm, put, I'm pulling the dump lever. Which, by the way... I love trucks actually have. <laughs> in what world do they need to dump everything? Do they actually have a dump lever? Well, I don't know. How else did he get on the corner? now? They must... Oh. I imagine they must just have a dump lever. Um, well, it just opens the back of the truck when he drives off and it all comes out the back. They wouldn't put corn in a normal truck like that. It would be like a silo truck. Like a fuel truck. Yeah, it depends what the corn's intended for, I suppose. For corn things? <laughs> I don't know, you could be making fuel out of it or something. Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, either way, that, yeah, no, it's absolutely ludicrous. Uh, I love the sabotage, though, because I've been in situations where this job means absolutely nothing to me. I'm doing it to earn money. I know I'm leaving in a few months anyway. I'm going to I'm gonna go, you know what? I'm going to have a laugh. I'm going to have fun. Effort 
I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, this this isn't my long-term plan. So, yeah, so what if uh, the hotel I'm working at gets a free bottle of gin in, a really expensive luxe bottle of gin, and tries charging customers for it, and then uh, I just drink it every time that a customer <laughs> orders a normal gin and do some weird trick with the till? So what if that happens? <laughs> I I recall this happening. Yeah, yeah, we worked at the same hotel. We um, did. Yeah. Sean was working there while I uh, while I pulled this trick, and basically I cared a little bit about, about, about my job than you did, obviously. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I didn't want to be. I didn't want to do it for the rest of my life. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I would have put more effort. Um, also, some of the people there in upper management not that nice. So I didn't really care about stealing some gin that they got for free anyway. Um, but no, yeah, my my main trick was sort of a. Uh, just told everyone that I was putting through this expensive gin at uh, a house gin price and getting away with some sweet, sweet gin vibes. Getting drunk on the job. Yeah, drunk on the job, sure. Well, that's what we're doing now, getting drunk on the job. It's true. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying. We're not getting paid, of course, but um, if you want to change that, do get in touch. <laughs> uh, at Whining Pod on Twitter. Uh, and you can. Have we got a Twitter account? Yeah, yeah, you can sponsor this podcast. Wow, okay. It's news to me. Money, please. <laughs> we'll take 50 for the first one. <laughs> So, Sean, how have you found your uh, your drink throughout? How have you found your wine? Um, well, it's gone down well. It's gone down very well, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and what about the beer? What are you thinking about the beer? I mean, you've I've, had Blue Moon before. I've but... had Blue Moon many of the times. I've I found myself reaching for the beer quite often over the po- course of the podcast. And I think that's what the podcast... I think that's what the kind of crux of the matter needs to be. When we're looking to refresh ourselves during mid-podcast, which drink are we going for, a beer or a wine? Yeah, especially after I tell you my beer story. Yeah. What are you really feeling after you feel like you've been in a yeah. me for ages? I mean, I've been reaching for the beer quite often, you yeah. know? Um, and uh, well, no, I'm, I'm unsure of one thing. How much of the beer am I enjoying that is purely down to the beer? And how much is the slice of fresh lime influencing my enjoyment? Fresh lime? Fresh lime? Fresh orange? Uh, I, I think that you have to take the whole drink as a drink. And I don't think you can sort of uh, get in between the beer itself and the fruit. I think you just have to enjoy your drink as it is. I'm not going to start making cocktails. It'll only ever be like whatever that beer is meant to be served with. So right now the Blue Moon does have a segment of orange in. I think it is helping the flavour. It's a, it's a big slice of orange. But I think that that is, um, you know... I think you have to just take that drink as it is. Okay. I think in this instance, I think I'm going for the beer. Yes, please! Josh is on board the winner the winner train. There's no one else here. It's a single carriage. Population, uh, Josh. I hope it's a quiet carriage. Uh, we are going to Josh, though. Um, yeah, lovely stuff. This is my first win. Um, wine was really nice, actually. Uh, just on, on, It was. Yeah. No, I, I enjoyed it, but there was a lot of... There was a lot of VA on it, and it's it's uh, it's a bit funky. And uh, well, let's put it into, con- into context. We opened both the beer and the wine with the same bottle opener, i.e., the 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 wine had a beer cap on it. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Um, quite nice though. Um, but, but no, yeah. no, the, the the wine's good. It's just I kept re- I, I was reaching for the beer more often than the wine. You were reaching was, for the beer a lot. Yeah. yeah, it was really it's it's refreshing. It's clean. It's got a nice flavour to it. 
Blue Moon is a well-made beer. And that's the end of it. Well-made, refreshing, different. Yeah. And that's a lot. If you liked this podcast, remember to like it, remember to subscribe it, and we'll see you next week. Don't touch that down, folks. Well, they will be in the space of the week, but okay. remember to put the dial back where it was in a week's time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.